You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. Welcome back to the show. Um, there is an initiative, the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative at Cooley Dickinson Hospital, which is just incredibly important as our population, uh, our aging population continues to grow. The geriatric concerns often involve, well, you know, we all throw around terms like dementia and and Alzheimer's, and uh, for those of us who are aging, we are too familiar with, you know, that moment when you can't grab the vocabulary that you want or remember the name of the person that you're talking to who obviously recognizes you. It happens too often, but fortunately, there is a coalition of community providers and healthcare providers here that are forming the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative, and here in the studio with us is the medical director of that unit. Uh, Dr. Rebecca Starbill is here with us in studio. Okay. So, Dr. Starr, I've completely changed the question I want to ask you. <laughs> we want to get back to this question of what the uh, Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative is. I really want to hear about that. But since Buzz raises the question, I'd like to know something really more specific. Can you draw a distinction for us between a lapse of a momentary lapse of memory uh, that see so-called senior moment and something much more serious and profound uh, like dementia. Where does this line get crossed and when is it crossed? Sure, sure. And first of all, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so grateful to be able to talk about this program. But talking about memory, I think, you know, it's a continuum, right? Um, we all have moments where we forget words. We know that it can happen a little bit more as we get older. It's actually quite common. And I think if you talk to your friends, you'll find that everybody's having that same struggle. So number one, I want people to know they're not alone with this. Um, it is common. I think it's also harder. It's important to know what, what, how our brain changes, right? So it's harder to multitask as we get older. And if you find that you're uh, trying to be on your phone and, you know, listen to something and listen to somebody, I think you probably have more difficulties than if you just focus on that one thing that you're doing. So that's really important. We also know that things like sleep, if you didn't sleep well the night prior or you're worried or stressed, those can make things worse. And so I think that that's a piece of normal aging, right? The, it, it is a continuum. When you find, though, that you're forgetting um, a little bit more, your short-term memory is you can't remember as well what what you might have had for lunch yesterday or who you spoke to, that becomes then a little bit more concerning, right? And we call that um, often it can be consistent with mild cognitive impairment. So that's the continuum from normal aging to mild cognitive impairment. And then when you have uh, trouble with function, your your um, things that you were always able to do, like paying bills, finances, um, driving, you're struggling more, that might be more consistent with dementia. Does that make sense? It, it does, and I'd like to continue that this conversation, but I don't want to get too far into this without asking you first. You're the medical director of the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative at Cooley Dickinson Hospital. What is the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative. Who's involved? When, when was it founded? Uh, what does it do? Uh, I guess this question is, talk to us. 
Sure, sure. So um, back in 2019, before this thing called COVID, um, we were asked, uh, I had started at um, Coley Dickinson as the medical director for geriatrics there. And um, I was asked by Jeff Harness, who was at Coley Dickinson, to that there was a seed grant coming from a national uh, policy person. And they wanted to give us money to come up with a program that could bring the community together and involve older adults. And so uh, he invited me to come in, um, and that's really how it all started. I started working uh, with Laura Harness, who was at the VNA at that time, and uh, we both talked about how, um, as we've done this, one of the things that has struck us is not only the person who has the cognitive impairment, but the family caregiver, care partner, that it's this dyad, if you will, the two that are really affected, right? It's not just the person with who's got the memory problems, but it's the other people in their lives that are also affected. Um, and how can we support them? By the way, VNA is Visiting Nurses Association. Thank you so much, yes. Um, and I'm going to shorten a Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative to PVMCI just so that it's not a mouthful going forward. Great. So, Okay. So tell us more about how it works. Is it more social services? Is it medical? Explain that to us, if you would, please. Sure, absolutely. And just some background, we know that um, as we have all these great medications keeping us alive through heart attacks and controlling our cholesterol and all that, that we're growing older, which is great. But one of the the problems of success, if you will, is that um, more people are experiencing memory problems. I don't think there's an increase. I just think that there's more people growing older, and, and that's what we're seeing, and we're calling it something. Um, and I just want to also say that a, a big part of what I do is not just with the patient, but also with the family member. And I think what really drew us to this is that we can see how much distress there is um, for the family. There's no money to, and we, you, you all were just talking about how, you know, um, money's really tough. There's no money in social programs. There's no uh, psychosocial supports. Um, trying to pay to get help is really expensive, and people don't know what to do. And they're really scared. And um, I would have people come into the office, and, and they would just be so distraught and stressed and crying. And so I think that you know, realizing that we needed to take care of both the person who has some cognitive impairment and their care partner was really important. So, um, again, we've put the program together, and I think it happened um, because of three things. And I think without those three things, it, it, it wouldn't have been possible. One is the hospital, Cooley Dickinson itself, supported by the developmental development uh, department as well as finance and everybody there. Um, the community, that's been a huge thing. Uh, I think uh, it's been a great time to be in the Pioneer Valley with everything going on, dementia-friendly programs and that sort of thing. And then we were funded by the Eisenberg Family Trust, and without them, it would not have been possible. So with all of those parts, um, we were able to create this program. And for the program itself, we wanted to have a memory care specialist who have been trained to help both the person who has dementia as well as the family um, care partner, have them uh, understand what this is, understand what the supports are. We don't provide care. I think that's an important piece. But we really try to provide wraparound supports. 
um, and use the community as as a big part of that. And by the community, I think that the unit is uh, the initiative involves Amherst, Northampton, which includes Florence and Leeds, and East Hampton. So somebody like me who lives in the Hilltown, this is, I unfortunately that's not available to me is the initiative that you're working on. I do have a question though, Doctor uh, Rebecca Starr, which is. Uh, you, you mentioned impaired cognition on the continuum between fine, thank you, and true dementia. But I'm always confused about the difference between a cognitive impairment and memory. That is, sometimes you'll find, you know, the story of a, an elder standing at the red light and not realizing that it turned green is different than that elder not being able to remember what he had for lunch yesterday. So, What's in, involving your initiative, the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative, does it deal with both those issues? Sure. So the, the brain is a really complicated organ, um, and it controls everything in our body, right? It controls our breathing, things that we're not aware of. We have our frontal lobe, which controls, uh, you know, our ability to, to be rational and to think, our ability to do finances, our ability to drive safely, our hippocampus is the area that controls the memory. And so all of those pieces can be affected by dementia. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Uh, we are talking to Dr. Rebecca Starr. Uh, we're talking about this much-needed, really important initiative, the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative, uh, which is at Cooley Dickinson Hospital to deal with memory loss, dementia, Alzheimer's, and to deal with the caregivers who are helping those people who are afflicted with those disorders. We'll be right back and continue this important conversation. Thank you. Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on... You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. We are speaking with Dr. Rebecca Starr, who's the medical director of the Pioneer Valley Medical Care Initiative at Cooley Dickinson Hospital, a relatively new program. I'd like to know more, doctor, if you would, please. What are the components of the program? What's available to us? Sure, thank you. And if anybody's interested in the program, they can uh, contact Cooley Dickinson Geriatrics. And there's also a website um, as well as Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative. But we have an amazing um, uh, project manager, Sharon Asher, who's really uh, worked to build as much into the program as possible. So we, besides the memory care specialists who do home visits as well as make regular calls, we also are involved with the neighbors, um, East Hampton neighbors, North Hampton neighbors, and Amherst neighbors. And they've been amazing partners um, and they provide volunteers. And so we train the volunteers and they're able to go spend time with the people who have the cognitive impairment. And that's been really amazing. It's brought people out of their shell. One person went and, and still does play, plays ping pong with one of the people who's not doing too much and really doesn't say much, but the smile on his face when he's playing ping pong is amazing. And so I think um, that's just a huge piece of this. Uh, and I want to thank all of the neighbors who do this. It's all 
um, out of the, uh, you know out of the kindness of their hearts and time. Um, the senior centers have been uh, fabulous as well. Um, Sharon worked to to start Memory Cafe, and that's held once a month at the Northampton Senior Center. And that brings, um, we just had Sarah the Fiddler, who, uh, and and quite a big audience. And again, you know, it's a time for everybody to come together. We know with COVID how important socialization is. We try to be as creative as possible. So we're working with um, Bright Spot Dogs. And if anybody wants anything, we try to come up with a way to make it happen. So those are some of the real important components of the program. We also do a lot of education for the care partners, the caregivers, to make sure that they have strategies. Um, Our goal is to keep people living in their homes for as long as possible, and that's what we want. So we work with... um, San Francisco, they have a program called Care Ecosystem. We try to do whatever we can that's evidence-based. And do you do assessments telling people here's what the future is apt to be, or is that beyond the uh, purview of the, of, the, of the program, of the initiative? So as part of the program, we ask that they come in and are seen by one of our geriatricians just to make sure we can confirm the diagnosis. Um, And then as part of that, we'll talk about how to plan for the future. Uh, Again, where where people are now and what the future could look like. And so we want to make sure, as we say, we hope for the best, we plan for the worst, and then everybody's always prepared. And again, this is available to persons in Northampton, East Hampton, Amherst. Is that correct? That's correct. And it's a free program. Again, it's uh, grant funded. We have a new state grant, actually, that's going to pay for respite for the caregivers. And we're really excited about adding that. Um, and, you know, we have a few other funders, but we're always looking for for more funds. We want to expand to the Hilltowns, for example. We know how... Um, uh, how needed this type of program is. If people want to join the, the initiative, uh, where do they go? How do they get in touch with you? Sure, sure. So they can always uh, go online at uh, cooleydickinson.org slash give now. And again, if uh, they can always call us at our practice and we can provide some information. But and One more time, who is us? <laughs> sorry, uh, Cooley Dickinson Medical Group Geriatrics. Um, as well as the Pioneer Valley Memory Care Initiative. And one more question. How do people, uh, when does the Memory Cafe happen at the Northampton Senior Center? Sure. So I don't want to um, misspeak. I think it's the third uh, Thursday of the month. Um, but people could contact in the Senior Center. Exactly. And make. Uh, we recommend that they make reservations. Um, it can be really popular, and we want to make sure everybody who comes has a spot there. Okay, Bill, it sounds wonderful. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Rebecca Starr, I know I don't want to start off on a really long uh, journey. We want to have you back to talk about this more. But in addition to all the social services that you've talked about and the wraparound services and the supportive services and the family services and the caregiver uh, help and all of that, is there a medical component of this too or is that something different. Right. Well, we want to keep that separate. This is really a program that supports the psychosocial needs of of the dyad. We know that that's an area that's not covered by insurance and Medicare, and so that's why this program is so important. And it was inspired initially by what? By whom? 
uh, it was inspired by hearing the stories of the of the caregivers. Often they're the spouses, and so if somebody's in their eighties, they're really struggling. How do you lift somebody and and get there? So so it uh, it was inspired by the caregivers as well as the patients and um, inspired uh, by real people, Bill. Yeah. And for those who would like to contribute, because I know you're talking about funding, about ten seconds. Is there a way people can help? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. They can um, visit our website and uh, and you know give us a call, and we're happy to point them in the right direction. At the at Cooley Dickinson. We Dot are org. So, give now. Yes. So grateful for what you're doing. So grateful to you for listening to us and our conversation. Hope you join us again. Thank you so much for having me. 